This show is brought to you by Tracy's Dog Adult Toys. Tracy's Dog. Tracy's Dog. And now here's Path Girl. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Yeah, Path Girl. Rocking out with Tracy's Dog. <laughs> it's going to be an incredible show. Not an Kathy. incredible journey. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you get elected to do the whole show this oh, evening. Oh, boy. Are you mom get... and dad breaking up again? <laughs> mom, mom and dad are fighting. So, oh. so evil stepsister gets to come in and fill the gap. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, but I don't care. We got a lot of stuff. You know what? Let's just get into the show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. Yay! Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and the human mind. Recording live on this piece of crap we call Zencaster, I'm Path Girl. I'm Count Boogie, and isn't it great, Path Girl? Zencaster has a new look. It's a new look that we record, and it causes the system to crash 11 times. But it has a cool new look, Kathy. You know, I I almost called you Kathy. Oh my god. Thank you. (laughs) It's going to (laughs) happen. It's going to happen. I'm pissed. I log in and it's normally a nice white screen and it was black. I'm like, oh, it's it's appeasing my goth aesthetic. And then all of a sudden crashing and crashing. No, no. Last time I record, it crashed 11 times. And you guys got to understand at Home and Perverted Podcast Land that, you know, nothing's perfect about the internet. And it is amazing that we're recording. You know, you're in North Carolina. I'm in Texas. Kathy's in Los Angeles. You know, I've recorded people in other parts of the world. It is an amazing technology. But when you're trying to stay in the zone and do a show and you have to keep stopping like your momentum and then, OK, guys, what's what, what's the last thing we were saying? And then go back <laughs> to it like 11 fucking times in an yeah. hour. That's awful. That is Uh, that's it's really hard to stay, you know, in your zone. But, you know, that's just what we deal with because Boogie has made poor life choices and doesn't have a love lab where we can just do this live. But uh, we're going to get through because there's actually a lot of show. And yes, Kathy and I are fighting. So um, I'm just going to record the show with Path Girl. And for those of you that are new to Perverted Podcast, it's, it's, you know, it's Perverted Codpast. Perverted cod piece. That's that's oh. what it is. Put your mouth around my cod, Path Girl. <laughs> Just put your mouth around my fish. My <laughs> freshly baked lemon fish of a cock. That's what Oh God. It's gonna be one of those nights, isn't it? Yeah. It is. But you know the good news is is not only are you here and we have some great topics, we really the listeners came through on this show and are going to help us in some of our topics. So it's not just going to be us babbling, but there's a lot to babble about. But first I need you path girl. Yes. I'm going to try not to call you Kathy. 
<laughs> over and over because we're fighting. Uh, I I just need you to tell the listeners about some sex. <laughs> just just tell us you're getting laid. You got the new dude. I, so I should skip over the part where I lost about a week and a half that I had COVID. Yay! Uh. No, nobody cares. Nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. cares. COVID's over. Every, COVID's COVID. passe. It's fine. It's fine. COVID, yeah, COVID's so I, to- totally passe. Yeah, COVID ki- killed my kink life for about a week and a half. But yay, I'm, I'm finally back to getting good dick. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't seen Donis probably in about two and a half weeks between COVID and schedules with uh, work and kids. But I don't know which I wist- missed more, him or his cock. <laughs> You know, you probably shouldn't say that on a globally broadcast show that he might be listening to. That's something, uh, Path Girl, that you say to your girlfriends or me, like, on the side, you know. And then when you see him, you're like, oh, no, Pumpkin, I I love all of you. And it's just so just so wonderful to be in your presence when in reality you're all, I, I really just miss the dick right now. <laughs> I was hard up for three weeks with no cock. All right. It was, I did give him a kiss. Hello. And then <laughs> you're all him. make yes. with the vagina stuffing. <laughs> so, but yes, he knows I love him and you know, I love him for more than his cock. It is a very nice cock though. <laughs> well, that's very good. Was there some anal? No, no anal this time. I was still getting over being exhausted, but uh, no, we actually, he came over Tuesday night and stayed over until Thursday morning and we went around for three times or so. So, <laughs> Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Uh, are you guys uh, yet working in some kink? Um, Not too much. I mean, definitely the hair pulling, uh, biting, um, a little bit of breath play, a little, a little bit of spanking, but it's just. Yeah, yeah got... that's called kink, Path Girl. That, yes, that's all. I... That's all called kink. Really? Didn't yeah, know. I didn't. Know. I'm kinky. <laughs> That's all. You're like no, not really, and I'm like, oh, and you're like just the biting and scratching and choking no, and whatever. Not- and I'm like, yeah, uh, okay, that's that's fairly fairly kinky. No, I mean, but different than like when I play at the dungeon with Doc, where I'm using paddles and whips and vampire gloves. And sure, and this sure, gloves. sure. No, I mean, it's just especially he's got the hair pulling down, Pat, where it's just like you know, he slips my his hand in the back of my hair and just gives it that yank, and I'm like, ha, I'll just do whatever you want. <laughs> just like, oh, <laughs> what was so I saying? Is, oh yeah. <laughs> so that is good. That is definitely yes. good, and uh, and I'm very happy for you. Very vicariously living through you um, because on my end, I, real quick, <clears throat> a couple things before we get, because we do have kind of a, a new show sponsor. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited to, to talk about today. Tracy's dog, uh, Adult Toys. And uh, I'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, on the end, I quit my radio job again. Oh, boogie. Because fuck them. That's why. Because I'm tired. Of, uh. I mean, this whole it's a theme. Right now, I'm just sick of tolerating half-assed people. I'm just sick of it. I'm just sick. I just, and it doesn't mean that anyone's a good or a bad person, but Mm -hmm. it's just when somebody, you know, I'm trying to be high energy and do something and, you know, like at the station, like everyone at the station is underpaid and has second jobs and conflicts of interest. And it's just all drama and backstabby and crooked. And I'm like, I'm doing this for 500 bucks. I'm not doing it. Go fuck yourself. I'm leaving. So, and it was just a lot of work. It was just a lot of work for no satisfaction. The only comment I ever got from any of my work was a complaint 
which was amazing having yeah. an elementary school call and say that I offended people. That with your, is with your shaved potatoes, mind with you. my shaved freaking <laughs> potatoes. That is, that is, if there is one comment I could have got, I'm happy. That's what it was, but it is, it's radio is a thankless thing now and I'm done with it. I'm just completely done with it. I have way more fun doing this show. And so I'm just going to focus on this, but what I am doing path girl, I am a crazy person. No. Mr. I, Beast, I who is the number one YouTube content creator who I've been following for years and uh, has now just turned into a mega star. Um, he has like 100 million subscribers. Like wow. one Mr. Beast episode gets viewed more than every late night talk show put together. That is insane. You know, like the <laughs> I, and the mainstream doesn't really. I'm not going to get too much into it, but it's funny how the mainstream kind of poo-poos YouTube creators. And it's like, motherfucker, you guys are the dinosaurs. Yeah. The the YouTube has fucking 10 times more people watching than are watching you. So maybe you should start taking cues from the YouTubers, which, you know, I've been making create, you know, creating on YouTube for a long time. So Mr. Beast is like the biggest and I'm a big fan. He's super generous. I won't get into it. If you know Mr. Beast, you know Mr. Beast. And but he put out a thing that he's like, hey, I need to get to the next level because he's totally driven. He totally is like me. He doesn't care about money. He doesn't care about things. He just wants to wake up in the middle of the night and think about content before he pees. And then he wants to wake up in the morning and think about, you know, entertainment. And that's what I want to be around that. And he put out a thing. He's like, hey, I need employees. I need more people to help me do this. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. You know, he needs jingles. He needs alligator balls. I need to make Mr. Beast. His version of alligator balls. So I literally made an entire YouTube page in the past two weeks called Songs About Jimmy uh, on YouTube. And I need subscribers, like 11 subscribers right now because the YouTube algorithm hates my guts. I was um, your first one. You were my first subscriber. (laughs) I now have 11, but I need 100 so I can get the, you know, the custom URL, whatever. So anyway, go to Songs About Jimmy if you want to see the idiot stuff I'm trying to pitch myself to him with. But it's a lot of fun songs, and I do have a lot of fun making dorky songs. So I'm trying to do that. But everybody needs to watch the pickle video, the the pickle music video. That was freaking funny. The pickle, yeah. The Chandler (laughs) is one of the characters on that crew, and he absolutely hates pickles. So of course, I have to make pickles obsess and stalk him. But. so I did that, and so that's pretty much what's going on with me. But now getting on to what's exciting and also filled with some tension and drama is uh, Tracy's Dog is an adult toy company that reached out to us and said, hey, we want you to review some of our stuff. Awesome. You know, And so they sent us the OG Pro 2 clitoral sucking vibrator. Because, you know, those are the ones that like do the sucking thing. And it also had a G-spot stimulator. So it was like this whole thing. And I'm like, great. And so they sent it to Kathy. And then Kathy got it and did the unboxing, which we put on our YouTube page. And it's a really cool looking vibrator. And what's cool about this company, I mean, I have a lot to say about this company. Um, Their toys are high quality, but they're kind of middle priced. Whereas a lot of the companies are, you know, in the 110, 200, you know, type of like Lilo and stuff like that, which makes great vibrators, love Lilo stuff. 
but this is definitely high quality, but a little bit less on the pocketbook. And so, uh, Kathy had reviewed it. She did the research. I think she had a great time. We were going to review it this show and then we got in a big fight. And so now they're not getting <laughs> the review. So I'm like, well, we'll still talk about Tracy's dog because they have, uh, they have some amazing toys and, uh, they have the ones we were going to talk about was the OG flow, which, uh, like, it just looks like a take no prisoners, g-spot clitoral stimulator the one kathy did which is the og pro 2 clitoral sucking vibrator that from what i gathered before we got in our fight is that she was like oh yeah and so i was looking forward to the review maybe we'll get that another time then of course they have the osborne blowjob masturbator now think about this path girl Uh i have never done one of the masturbators like I've I've oh. done like Doctor Doe yeah. taught us how to make fifis, which is like the right. wrap a towel and you know fuck put it in between your mattress and you know, like fuck your mattress and a cardboard tube or something. Um, I've done those, but I've never actually used a flashlight or a masturbator or anything mm-hmm. like that. And I didn't ask them for one. Right. But after looking at the website, which by the way is Tracy's dog dot com, I'm on it right now. I'm looking at the Osborne, and it, it's a little intimidating. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I could take that bitch. (laughs) It kind of looks like, I mean, the flashlights actually have like little lips on the end. This one looks more like an actual flashlight that somebody put like a rubber thing around the end. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. A lot of these are, and a lot of these have motion with them. So they have like, uh, it's not just like a tube that you jerk off with. These actually have movement inside of them that create like kind of the blowjobby thing. And, uh, and it's pretty cool. And those are, you know, everything's on sale. And I think they're going to give us a code, which would be perverted podcast at the end. So if there's a code, type that in. And if they made a code for us, then we'll do that. But it really looks cool. And I know they wanted me to talk about all the other ones. But I got to say, I don't know if you can see it. They have a Mr. Ducky sucking vibrator. I see a ticky sucking vibrator. No, no, there's a it's like a rubber duck, but it's a clit sucking licking vibrator. And it's the cutest goddamn thing in the world. And it looks like a monster. And uh, just go to the site, head oh, on yeah. over there. Oh my um, gosh, it's cute! Is it? <laughs> am it I looks right? like a rubber duck. It's like a like a headless rubber duck that's yeah. ready to make you come. Which and, uh, and it's it's really it's I mean for what it does that's a, that's a really good price and it's got yeah it's got I think what, what's that one down? I think that one's like thirty nine forty thirty nine ninety nine yeah thirty nine ninety nine. So like I said, get over to Tracy's dog dot com. So there's our first sponsor. We had a toy review and I felt bad because Kathy, because I told him we were going to do the big review. So I said, dude, I'm just going to talk about your site because it looks great. And uh, so there's <laughs> there's our toy review segment. Maybe next time we'll actually talk about the well, toy. Maybe I'll have it because they wanted to send more stuff. So maybe I'll have them send something to you awesome. and, and that you can uh, check it out. But let's get into some of the other parts of this magical show. Thank you, Tracy's dog. Does a pussy taste like eggplant? We haven't done this in a while, and uh, this was your suggestion. Uh, It's not a FetLife topic, so we're just going to do a host topic. But it's real good, and and as we try to go back and recover a lot of those basics, there's a lot of these philosophies that we have in the lifestyle when we're coming into the our our kink, we're coming into our kinkdom that uh is really important. And one of the 
the questions you had is like, well, what are some things that you wish you would have known? We haven't done one of those in a while. Like, what do you wish you would have known when you came in the lifestyle? Yeah. So we're going to cover those. And we put it out to our perverted podcast listeners in our uh, FetLife page. And so they had some cool things to add in. So let's just go back and forth. Like, these are things like foundational things that I wish I would have known and you would have known and they would have wanted to know when we came in the lifestyle. So for our newer listeners that are listening, these are some of the things that hopefully we can spare you. Yeah. Why don't you go first? Okay. The first one for me is I wish I would have known how deep and connective a DS relationship could be because it's like a normal dating vanilla relationship. You break up with somebody and you're like kind of heartbroken, but because a DS connection can be so much more intense and there's a lot more trust and a lot more communication. When you break up, it absolutely fucking sucks times 10. <laughs> right, right. Because there's that kind of commitment and where do I go? And you had become yeah. so vulnerable to someone. I mean, there's been times I've broken up with guys and yeah, I get upset. I cry. I grab a pint of haagen and watch some sappy love of a movie on Hallmark and, you know, cry my eyes out. But like the first DS relationship, my first dom, I couldn't get out of bed for two days. I was just fucking broken i mean i don't remember eating i don't remember sleeping i just existed in a bed for two days and this is when i was still poly and my my ex-husband's like you need to get the hell out of bed (laughs) right well i think we've talked about this on the show and this is a big topic yeah in the kinky lifestyle and that is how to exit a ds relationship because there is a different bond. There's your relationship bond. If the DS is also a relationship, if you, because you know, a DS relationship or a master slave relationship doesn't have to be romantic. Right. Um, But if it is romantic, so if there's love and there's the power exchange, that those are two separate dynamics that have to be dealt with. And like you said, the love one is, is one thing, get the hog and does you go through your heartbreak. Um, But that power exchange there's a vacuum that is created Yes, when yes. that ends. And if you don't have some kind of exit strategy, if you can't be realistic and think about, hey, this might break up. What am I going to do about this? You know, and some people are very good. And, and on both ends, mm-hmm. you know, it's there's a different type of suffering. There's a, as a as a daddy dom, as a dominant, there is a vacuum for the tops, too. There is, you know, because you had this whole nurturing care and I'm going through it right now, you know, that I'm just, you know, you, you have to be able to deal with the missing of that power exchange and that kind of purpose and function in your life. And so that's a, that's a real good one. That's a real good one because a lot of people don't think about that. They just get excited and, you know, they're like, oh, I'm going to be in a DS relationship, but they don't want to look at the fact that, hey, this is like most relationships end. And if it does end, how are you going? What plan of action are you going to have for that? And there's people that now know, you know, hey, I got some support. I have another friend who's a dominant that can actually power exchange me, like wean me off power exchange. Like they'll give me some tasks and and they'll have some basic DS and maybe go through right. some protocols and rituals with them. And little I've done that with people before. Um and so there are definitely ways to do, but that's an exceptional one. That is really a good one because that fucks a lot yeah. of people that don't know. I put in, cause you know, yeah. kind of bitter. What about you? Uh, 
Don't expect people to do the right thing, be honorable or authentic. Just because we talk about open communication doesn't mean everyone is good at it or cares to improve at it. So, well, I mean, because it was true because when I came in, I had some problems because I came in and then I heard all these things. You know, that this is how a kinky lifestyle is supposed to be. And then this is the one true way. all of a sudden I started. <laughs> yeah. And so I kind of went with that expectation that this is how everybody is. And it's like, no, this is how this is, you know, kind of like a goal. This is a, a nice thing to hope for. But people are oh. still their same bad communicators, shitty selves, manipulative, selfish you know, we all have that. So hopefully you're around a group of people that are trying to grow and improve like we've been trying to do and make tons of mistakes and whatever, but at least they're trying to grow. But you shouldn't expect everyone to follow those same rules. And I got in trouble because I was like, wait a minute, we're supposed to be doing this. And they're like, fuck you. No, I'm I'm an asshole. That's what I'm going to be. <laughs> I'm going to lie and do the same shitty things that people do everywhere else. And so kind of like, and Kathy and I talked about that in a previous show where it's like, there is no real community. These are just groups of people that all have different agendas. But, you know, the hope is, is that we're all working towards better communication and and kind of guidelines to consent and being good to each other. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I've seen that a lot in the community and it's just, it it could be, really frustrating when that happens. So that, that's definitely a good one. All right. What do you got? Give me another okay. one. So this next one, you know, is kind of like a, an Odell moment moment for a lot of people, but I wish I would have known that sex doesn't have to be involved in BDSM. Now, granted. That, yes. Yeah. I, I've been in the community now, probably about 12 years. I started out as bedroom only with doing kink with the guys I was in a romantic relationship with. And then over time, you know, learning about the lifestyle, doing more research, I learned, yes, sex doesn't have to be involved in BDSM. But for some reason, my brain was still associating, I can only do kink with the guys I'm in love with, or I'm in a relationship with. And it took a really long time. And actually, you were a big part of that, uh, our off air conversations about just trying to break that association of you can do kink with someone you're not in love with. You may like them as a friend or you may love them as a friend, but you're not physically in love with them. Right. So it was just – and finally, when I was able to make that disassociation of I'm going to go have fun, I was actually able to do it and said, holy shit, this is fun. Yeah, I think that's really – like I was – that was a perfect one for me because I was like, huh? What? And I think a lot of people, that is like one of the first things, like when you start going to the public <laughs> lifestyle, if you're still in the bedroom and you're just listening to us online and you don't have a community or places to go, it's easy to stay in that kink is for sex and sex is for kink. But when you start seeing all the other people playing and then, of course, finding out that some people aren't in romantic relationships and some people don't like sex when they play, they just like the play. All of those things seem so foreign to you, but then you discover, like we've talked about on the show many times before, that there's that fork in the road that you get to in a play scene to where you have all that grr going on, but it can either go sexual or you can go into that like other world. 
that we talk about so much in the lifestyle. And I never knew that existed. That other world that is not sexual, it's still maybe erotic and hot, but it is, it, you're not going for the fulfillment of like, you yes. know, fucking oh, yeah. come and, and cuddle and go to sleep. It's like you're going into an actual meditation. You're going into a challenge inside your mind. You're both on a journey of orchestrating this entire experience that then transcends just, you know, regular hot sex, which no argument. I love fucking kinky sex. The majority of what I like is sexual. But I it was amazing to me to come in and and take start taking my partners on like long journeys into their minds where they experience all these like out of body ish kind of things. And I never, never even considered that as a possibility before I got around a lot of kinky people. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that one, I have to, once again, personally thank Boogie publicly because he's the one that helped me break that association. And now I'm a happily dungeon girl playing around. So yay. That is good. (laughs) Okay. So what's your next one? So my next one, now that we've had five fucking Zencaster crashes in a row, you're not getting nobody at home's gonna hear this because we're just gonna edit this all together seamlessly. Uh <laughs> just gonna bitch. Cause fuck Zencaster and your cool new look. Mine is not all submissives are fragile China dolls that need my personal protection. Women are adult humans and are allowed to make informed decisions about their own sexuality without my intervention. Wow, that's a really good one. (laughs) Because when I came in this lifestyle, I was still basically a programmed misogynist that kind of believed women were fragile and, and needed. And I'm not saying everyone can be manipulated. Everyone can be abused doesn't matter what your biological sex is or your age. Our entire humanity exists on manipulation and what products to buy and who to do and what everyone is being groomed constantly. But there is a point to where you have to let people know if you're if they're getting an honest upfront opportunity and they want to go for it, then they have the right to make their own decisions about their own sexuality and they don't need me to constantly coddle and protect them because not everybody is weak. Not everyone needs that protection and they surely don't just need it from me. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's all types of submissives. I mean, you you know, traditional submissives you see online and all those, you know, Tumblr posts or whatever, it's this little meek girl that is under the, you know, the control of her dom or her master, but it's just, I've met submissives that are just like power bottoms and they're very assertive in what they want, but they will submit to the right person or people. And it's just, they could be hardcore badasses, but the way they submit is they just let all that power go versus you have somebody who's this really, really powerful, boisterous person. And they turn into this most quiet little mouse when they're, you know, in a scene. Right. But it doesn't mean, and and once again, I think it was innocent, and I think it was just negative program on my part. And I still, and it's still, it's rampant. It's rampant. People are constantly coddling uh, new people as if they didn't come here for, yeah. to get laid or to have kinky play. Like you, people that walk into a dungeon are there because they're curious about kink. 
They're not there for a Bible class. They're not there to learn pottery or counted cross stitch. They're there for kink. So it, it, if they're there and someone approaches them and asks them to play and they say, yes, I would like to play, get the fuck out of their way. Don't you know, don't yeah. run up to him and be like, are you sure about this? You need protection. You have a vagina. You have a vagina. Yeah. You you shouldn't be able to play. Or if you're w- watching a scene and you see somebody, you know, they're going really hard in a scene. About, oh, my God. What is he doing to that bottom? Um, You know what? They negotiated for stuff. And just because it's beyond your comfort level doesn't mean it's beyond theirs. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen a lot of that, too. So there. So there. In your face, coddle culture. <laughs> All right. So now we've done a few. So why don't we go ahead and try to jump in and uh, and see what some of our amazing perverted podcast listeners had to say they wish they had known oh, in the okay. early days. I will. Uh, I grab these off the FetLife. You put up a post and ask them. And uh, Timid Face said they wish they would have learned that labels are only a rough guideline. You don't need to fit into a specific box to enjoy kink. That's a great one. Amen. Amen, Timid Faye. Because, I mean, I talk about that endlessly in that the titles are just general descriptions that if you start a conversation with someone and you say, I kind of gravitate towards this or that, then you can have a conversation with somebody and narrow down what it specifically means to you. But when people try to you know, shove them in that box, which, you know, 20, 30 years ago in the public lifestyle, that's what it was. Oh, if you're a guy, you're obviously a dominant male. And if you're female, you're obviously submissive. A lot of people, when they start in a lifestyle, they're trying to find that label, but it's just, there's, there's even on FetLife, people are like, oh, I'm a dominant, I'm a submissive. You could just be as exploring or intrigued or what. Don't feel the need to put that label on you because especially that label might change. You might start out as a submissive and go, you know, I might want to switch a bit. Or, you know what, I was a submissive and now I want to go be a little, you know, it, you don't, don't feel the need to put that label on yourself because it might be more restricting than you want it to be. Yeah, I think that's one that a lot of people get fucked up on. And uh, titles are bullshit. They should just be general things that you share so you can start a conversation with someone because my interpretation of a label may be different than your interpretation of that label. And if, and if we just go based on that label, then you may not even know me and I may not even know you. So yes, titles are a trap. All right. So raggedy ogre, which we know as unger, jumped in. I miss unger. God damn it. Hello boogie. (laughs) Hello boogie. (laughs) It's a wonderful day, Boogie. Just because people tell you a person is a good person and knows what they are talking about, you don't need to believe them. Yeah, that's that's a good one also. Ugh. Which means that nobody is 100% at vouching because nobody knows everybody 100%. So you can know, I mean, look, you got to do the best you can and getting someone to vouch for somebody is good. It does help. It absolutely helps. Hey, I've seen this person in the lifestyle and they seem to treat their partners with respect and, and they're a good person from what I know. That is absolutely a valuable commodity in your kink life, but it is not an absolute. 
it is not always an absolute. Sometimes that person can have secrets or, or whatever. So yes, always keep one eye open. Uh, even if, you know, you have somebody that's been in the lifestyle 20 years that says, oh yeah, I totally vouch for that person. They're incredible. Yeah. Always keep an eye open. Yeah. Or, or better yet, even try to get multiple people to vouch for that person. Cause case in point, we had a predator in our community where I had one or two people email me on FetLife and they're like, oh yeah, he's a really good guy. I would definitely recommend playing with him. And then like 20 other people are like, nope, 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 nope. Sorry. <laughs> I just going to go with the 20 over the two. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And that's, a, and like, once again, I, I don't, you know, it's like anything. There's nothing that's perfect. There is always a hole in the dam. And, uh, and the goal is, is to stuff as many of those holes like path girl being a whore that you can <laughs> say that because you that remark you're, you're getting laid now <laughs> you're getting your damn filled <laughs> by I'm adonis my, I'm, thumb. Getting my dyke, I'm getting my dyke filled you're getting your dyke done <laughs> you're done getting diketed <laughs> oh, yeah. and we're off the rails yeah we are <laughs> So Paddle Bob, glorious Paddle Bob, who is literally my champion. I just, Mm -hmm. he is my brother from another mother across the pond and lands beyond. Look at that. He now has his own folklore jingle. Hi, Path Girl and Boogie. (laughs) I think if I could go and leave a handy hint, it would be it's okay to break your programming and not feel conflicted about your kink, which means so much to people like me that came from a religious background, um, that came from some sort of upbringing or programming that's like, this is bad, you're a freak, you're you're wrong, this is, you're a bad person because you like these things, uh-huh. or you like this thing in particular that has a lot of social stigma around it. And I think Paddle Bob really nailed it when he said it's okay to break that programming and be like, look, we have consent, we have negotiation, we have the ability to allow adults to make those informed decisions for themselves, risk-aware consensual kink, and if all parties are on the same page, you're not a freak for just about anything that you can think of. Yeah, and this is where community comes into play, where you can talk. You may be conflicted about something like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm into that. Guess what? There are other people that may be into it, too, and talk to your kinky friends, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's completely normal. You know, it's fine. You know, I like that, too, kind of thing, you know? And even if you have, and I'm going to go a little bit darker here, even if you have some depraved thoughts that in real life (laughs) might not be the most ethical uh-huh. Like we have rape play fantasy, rape role uh-huh. play fantasy. We do dark age play. We do a number of things that are are definitely taboo. There's a lot of edge plays and cuttings and fires and and uh, you know interrogation scenes and things that you would not do uh-huh. with a person that was not into it. Yes, and it gives you the ability to say, hey. If that's what's in your head, that's what's in your head. The goal is to not harm people in real time. So if you have ways to 
enjoy those types of fetishes and fantasies in a healthy way where you're not harming people and everyone's getting something out of it. That is far better than repressing that desire, not ever exploring it in your mind or constantly feeling like you're a horrible, shitty person, and then eventually say, well, I'm a shitty person. I might as well just go hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that's weird. I, I'm, we're brushing over this topic. It's a big, big topic where there's a lot of nuance. But in general, you know, whatever is in your head is in your head. And you may need to take a look at why you think th- certain things and the psychology and is it, you know, right? And, and, and is this because of other things that are negative, blah, 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 blah. But in general, if you have something that you desire, that's what you desire at that moment. And you should be able to explore that in a way that's healthy for you. Right. And you're doing it with, like you said, with, with a consenting partner, whereas, you know, the other things you may be doing with somebody non-consensually. And it's just, there's that line in your head that you have to have about, yeah, I have this really fucked up fantasy or fucked up idea in my head, but talk, you have to right. talk with somebody and they would have to say, yes, I consent to doing this fucked up thing with you. So that's where it's just kind of yeah, like we do a lot of kidnapping scenes in this lifestyle. We do a lot of things and you just plan for it and you do it as safely as you can. And you get instruction and mentorship and whatever. And then you can go and have fun and enjoy kind of doing that thing. But it doesn't make you a bad person because you have a desire. This was actually great. It was actually like a hodgepodge of all these things that I need to be reminded of what I believe, because as somebody who eventually is going to start sticking my thumb back in dykes, um, I uh, I need to go over these things again. You know, me, Mr. I've been in the lifestyle for a whole long time. So I think this was a great topic. I'm really, it was a really good suggestion. And thank you so much to uh, Timid Faye, Unger, and Paddle Bob for jumping in on that. This was a, this was really good. Yes, it was definitely awesome. Perverted mailbox. So, Bath Girl, we got some perverted mailbox. (gasps) It's my first one. Is this your first perverted mailbox? This this is my first perverted mailbox. I'm a perverted mailbox virgin. Well, well, we're going to just, we're just going to rip that hymen right out of your snatch. (laughs) And just dig in because we got a pretty good one. We got a, we got a good one from Spank Mel, who uh, is a patron subscriber and, and uh, and she's been with us for a while. Hello, Perverted Podcast. I wanted to say you guys are doing a great job, and I love the show. I had previously written into the show quite a while ago asking for some advice on kinky things to mail my dom while he was deployed. You guys had given some suggestions, and I put together a box of things for him. Sadly, the military went through the box, and they took out a few of the items due to it being a Muslim country, which you heard a lot about. Um, they remove those things because there's a lot of rules in Muslim countries. Um, she said, but the pussy cookies did make it. Woohoo! The pussy cookies. And for those of you that are new to the show, pussy cookies are a count boogie exclusive invention. Trademarked. Where trademarked has a song, had my own pussy cookies party where you take cookie dough roll it up into multiple layers of plastic wrap, put it in condoms, fuck somebody with it until they come or get really aroused, take it out, unwrap it, put it on cookie sheets, bake it in an oven, and you now have pussy cookies. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you feed them to people, and then they know you got fucked with that dough before <laughs> before they eat. And then, oh, God, I missed that party. That was literally one of the best moments in my kink career to just have everyone in different rooms <laughs> fucking each other and the smell of cookies wafting oh, through the entire dungeon. That must have been so awesome. And the entire kitchen is filled with people. People brought in their own cookie dough that they made from home, special cookies, and then they rolled them up and we made plates that had names. And then the the people that got, you know, made the pussy cookies would go with their plates and go, hey, would you like one of my pussy cookies? This was inside my cunt. And, uh, and people were like, yeah, you know, Nothing got on the cookie dough because it yeah. was in so many layers of plastic. But just the idea that this cookie that you're eating had previously just fucked somebody and just ah uh, ah. Uh. Mm. <laughs> I'm putting that at the end of the show. I'm putting the song. That's oh, yeah. Pussy Cookies Day for that. So that went to Military Man Deployed. Okay, great. I feel patriotic right now. I feel so good about myself (laughs) that she's like, I'm sorry it took so long to give you an update. I ended up going back to the start of the podcast and slowly turned myself into a zombie apocalypse master. Super congratulations, which means that you have listened to every of the 300 and now 62 episodes of Perverted Podcast. You are a zombie apocalypse master. If you only listen to 50 or more, you are a a podcast zombie a pp zombie and if you've listened to 20 or less episodes you are a zit a zombie in training mm-hmm. <sighs> now i'm all well, cut up and she is there and then she goes on and says some other things but what a great i was just so excited to hear about the pussy cookies going to a soldier that's deployed I- overseas I wonder if he told his barrack buddies that they were pussy cookies. If he just said, oh, my girlfriend made cookies. I'll <laughs> guarantee. Well, if you're passive aggressive, you don't tell your yeah. friends. Like, if you know, you like you have that neighbor that you hate mm-hmm. and you're just there like an asshole. And you're like, hey, I made you some cookies. And then you watch mm-hmm. him eat it. And you're like, yeah, that was my cunt, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, just a little passive aggressive treat, you know. Mm-hmm. Hi, look, Mom. Told me I was fat my whole childhood. (laughs) I made you cookies, bitch. Bitch. That was good. She got back to us, yeah. Well, we love you, Spank Mel, and uh, so congratulations on being a pee-pee Zam. You now have officially no life. And that is the uh, that is the end of show. No, you do it. Go. You got it down. Do. <laughs> Go do it, baby. I have my notes. I have my notes. Okay, fine. This is the end of show 362. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to us and our ramblings and our Zencaster crashes. If you have any questions, comments, or you just want to hear more of our wonderful, funny perusings, you can contact us at pervertedpodcast@gmail.com. Or find us on FetLife, TikTok, or Instagram under the name Verted Podcast. And if you're giggling at how stupid we are and how much we've kinked, we've brought to your wonderful kinky life, please consider donating five bucks if we give a buck to our Patreon account at patreon.com forward slash Perverted Podcast. And as a, uh, always, thank you to our patrons who we love and please keep giving. Until us. I tell you I'm doing this show only <laughs> once a month and then you can all stop giving because I have money issues. 
I love the patrons. I just wrote a big letter to our patrons about changes and problems. I don't I fucking know, dude. I'm nuts. But uh, I, I, all I know is I need this show. Whether we get money, which we never got a lot of money, but whatever it is, I don't care. I just need this show. This show reminds me that you. I'm alive and I'm... And and I do something in my life that gives me joy. That that I have a responsibility to the people that we talk to, and that some of those people are in similar positions to I am right now, and that we stick together so we can remember that even if we aren't having all the kinky player, getting in all the relationships, and there's down times, or or even just getting through life. It is wonderful to have people that I don't have to pretend who I am in front of. I don't have to pretend that I'm not a kinky person, that I'm not crazy, that I don't have all of these wonderful desires. And and it is so special to me to be able to commune with our listeners and to talk with you, Path Girl, and and bring in the other hosts and people and, and even Kathy, even though I fucking hate her right now. Um you know, it is really special to me to be able to do this, and I hope I can keep doing this uh, until I put a gun in my mouth. And uh, did I say that? Up? <laughs> yeah, you kind of did. I'm not saying that. I would use a rope. I don't have a gun. Um, You'd use a plastic bag. You're use a pl- <laughs> no way, man. I mean, just for fun, you know, just, you know. <laughs> it's just. Yeah, it's probably not a good idea. I should edit that out. No, fuck it. Fuck it. And on that note, thank you so much to our glorious show sponsor, Tracy'sDog.com, for all of the wonderful sex toys that they're sending us. And uh, it it really is a fun-looking site, and they are kinky. So Tracy'sDog.com, you can go to all the other social medias. Just go check out their stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to have a code if you buy something from them and there's a code place. Just type in Perverted Podcast. I think they were setting that up for us. And then, uh, you know. Their prices are really good and they have free shipping, too. There's like, I think it's free shipping over like $39, $59. I mean, to go definitely go check it out. They're very, you know, moderately priced sex toys compared to what's out there. Some of them are two, $300. These look really good. I'm going to have to poke at the site myself. Yeah, these are these are look really good. Check out, of course, check out the OG Pro Two clitoral sucking vibrator. If you're a guy, the Osborne blowjob masturbator, and then the uh, OG Flow. Those are the ones they want us to put. But I just love the Mister Ducky uh, sucking vibrator that yes, you should check that's out really too. Cute. But anyway, we're just gonna keep doing this, goddamn it! And this show may not sound very professional. <laughs> And never will. Has it ever? It never has. <laughs> I thought it was going to be one day, but I, I just don't care. We're we're just here to, to do what we do and, and have a great time. And if people get something out of it, great. And if not, I mean, really, go fuck yourself <laughs> to death. Um, but to everyone that wants to stick with us, man, I love you and we love you. And we'll see you on show 363. Woo!
some plastic wrap and roll up some cookie dough. Put it in a condom and then you fuck your girl with it. Pull it out of her snatch. Put them in the oven and make a batch. You make your pussy cookies. That's right. Cookie till the pussy cookies. It feels good going in, even though some say that it's a sin. People try to put you down now, you got a game for your religious self-righteous family. Here's a passive-aggressive holiday treat, watch them eat your pussy cookies. No, Grandma, I'm not mad you called me dumb and fat my whole childhood. Here, have a cookie. Hey, Grandma, eat your pussy cookies. Nasty old snake. Oatmeal, chocolate chip, peanut butter, gingerbread smells so good while it's baking in the oven. Ladies, put all your fears behind ya and get some cookie dough stuffed in your vagina. Feed the world with bakery goods from between your thighs Or you can sell them online to freaky German guys Sell your pussy cookies Sein Vieter, mein Pussenkuchen Germans love the pussy cookies Hey, get them in your mouth, feed them to your friends Bounce them off your tits, yeah Pussy cookies.